welcome to episode 225 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined by the man rediscovering his touring mojo, Ollie Spake. Please exclude the chihuahua barking in the background, Ollie. <laughs> That's really bad timing. Oh, no, no. Hi, Mel. And, and who are we speaking to in the background? Oh, I think it's Lucy. <laughs> Hello. We haven't heard from Lucy previously in the podcast. No. Well, hello, Lucy, and hello, everyone. It's all about dogs. It seems to be. Yeah. No, and it was great to go on adventure again. Absolutely. It's it's really becoming a thing. Tell us where you were. This parkrun day just gone. Uh, I was fortunate enough to already be you know, handy to a, a whole a gamut of, of fresh new park runs that I'd never been to officially. Uh, so I went to Greenway, Greenway in Sydney. So had been there a couple of years ago as part of the longest run. And this time around, it was it was just a little too easy to duck out there, have a nice park run and yeah, get to soak in some different surroundings once again. What were you doing in Sydney? So this weekend just gone was my lovely wife's birthday. Aw, happy birthday, Kathy. And... We'd been fortunate enough to have an offer of babysitting a long, long time ago. So, yeah, this one had been on the cards for a while to duck up there, do a couple of things up in the city and, yeah, duck out for a park run. I thought I could entice Kathy to come and join. I did have plans to meet up with a fellow park runner, um, but uh, in the end it was just me. Um, Kathy took the, the birthday rest option. Oh, don't blame her, but I did <laughs> see the photos that you posted on Instagram and she looked amazing. Yes, well, yeah, she's got a good knack at doing that and it was it was a lovely time. You know, we, we got to go and wander the city and, you know, really truly see just how quiet things still are because, of course, you know, we're, we're still in, in this this environment where we, we are distancing, where we are being careful and Sydney without the international tourists had a very different feel to it. You know, I don't live in the city. Uh, I don't live terribly close to the city and, and hadn't really experienced it. So, you know, I feel very fortunate that I was able to go and enjoy it like that, uh, but it really did feel different. Okay. Mm. But a lovely weekend. Thanks, Mel. Yeah, what about you? I had another adventure. I had a five-hour, five-plus-hour <laughs> Car trip. <laughs> That's a bit bigger than normal. Just yeah, yeah, I know. It was an overnight trip, so I did have accommodation. I wasn't just driving up on the morning, and I had a co-driver in my lovely friend Cheryl. So we drove up together on Friday, took the day off work, um, and we drove up to Ted Scobie Oval Park Run in New South Wales, which was maybe not my nendy. I've still got Jindabyne sitting there in the background taunting mm. me as my nendy, but it was a nice five-plus-hour trip uh, due north from where we are into New South Wales. So, yeah, uh, we had a lovely overnight adventure, just overnight, because I have to be back Sunday morning for Junior Park Run. So I can't stay any longer than just the one night. Yeah, got a cram in the, the Park Run experience. And what was it like visiting Griffith? We, When we arrived there, we just took a, a walk in a local park to see some art sculpt, uh, some art sculptures in the I think it was called City Park and it was interesting to note that the town of Griffith Griffith had been planned by uh, Walter Burley Griffin oh. who also 
designed Canberra. So that was that was very interesting to know. I've heard of a few planned areas by Walter Burley Griffin. Certainly, yeah, been quite an influential architect across the across the countryside. Yeah, so he planned Griffith in 1914 and one of the things that Griffith is also known for is its Hermit's Cave complex, which is heritage listed. Have you ever heard of that? I have not heard of this. Uh, Very interested. Neither had I, Ollie. And you know what? Mm. So (laughs) when I just initially Googled it and saw that, oh, okay, there's some cave you know, this is this is my understanding of an interpretation of what I read. There's some cave in Griffith where a hermit lived for ten years, like, and I was like, oh yeah, mm. it's probably some like little cave, woohoo, not not that exciting, mm-hmm. and kind of dismissed it. The and to her credit, at the finish line, Ed did tell me and sort of point to the vicinity of the caves because I have to also add that Ted Scobie Oval is sort of situated directly beneath the escarpment that that encapsulates the cave area. Mm, okay. And she did sort of point and say, oh, yeah, well, there's a cave up there where, where the hermit live. And I'm like, oh, you know, oh, some some cave where some homeless man lived for a few years. Like, oh, yeah, not that interesting. Well, I've come home and I've actually looked into it and I've Googled it and I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually heritage listed. This is some, this is quite significant and I'm really disappointed that I didn't go and <laughs> look at it. So I think a return trip to, to uh, Griffith is going to be in order because, yeah, this area this uh, European immigrant mm. had uh, come into the Griffith area and gone into the caves and had he had a background in um, stonemason. I see yep so he had carved and created and um, built a whole complex of retaining walls and gardens and you know, really created a, a home for himself in this escarpment. So it, it is very significant and would be obviously really interesting to see. Sad <laughs> that I drove all that way and didn't see it and kicking myself. Damn it. Mm, so d- definitely one for the tourist list for anyone that's heading out to Ted Scobie then. Don't make the same mistake. Look it up. Yeah. Oh, here comes Chico. <laughs> Hello, Chico. We've got all the animals tonight. I've no, I, I can hear in the background either you've got the door open or they're in. Well, there's no point shutting the door because then they'll just scratch at the door. Mm, mm. So it's free for all. The budgies are not on the back deck, Ollie. I haven't <laughs> bothered. They are in the family room. If they carry on, you're going to hear them. Yep. And that just reduces and. <laughs> Bye, Chico. He's leaving. Um, yeah, that just reduces the the requirement for you to have to remind me to, about the budgies because they they're just there. I hope either they're keeping you in good company or you know maybe it's just pity because I can never remember. But uh, it's good <laughs> to know that they'll sleep comfortably tonight. Oh, good grief! And so another park run ticked off. You, you mentioned it's not not your Nendi. That's some trip. It was a Wilson Index number. Ooh, which number did this give you? Not worthy of. 
mention from the informant, I may add. Oh, okay. But, Ollie, I have jumped to a Wilson index of nine. Ooh, well done. Well, okay. I think I might have already been um, <clears throat> behind you there. I could be mistaken. What were you before that, Mel? I was four. Four. Okay. Yep. No, that's yeah, right. I needed a five. Yes. And now I need a ten. Okay. It was, yeah, a timely event five at Ted Scobie Oval. And I should really describe the event. Yes. It is four laps of an oval. And while that may seem to be perhaps a little tedious, Mm -hmm. can I just say it is a very lovely oval, very wide green. It's actually two ovals on sort of a split level. Oh, okay. So so it's just over a kilometre around the circumference of the two ovals that you need to run, Mm. therefore making up the five kilometres at the end of the fourth lap and because of the split level there is a bit of a hill which you have to do four times over and over a bit of a bit of an incline yeah but very pretty and you know very enjoyable very green very picturesque a lovely environment for a run Mm. i think ted scobie from what i could gather is a local boxer because there was a sign for the oval which had some boxing gloves. So I'm taking it that he was – so the oval was named after some sort of local boxing identity. Yes. Yeah, that, that was my understanding. Just a curiosity, so what sports do they play on that oval with that much space? Oh, I don't really know. I'm tipping it's not AFL because when <laughs> – <laughs> What's that rugby game? Ah, yes, yes, yeah, the other egg-shaped one. I don't know. This is your territory, Ollie. You tell me. Yeah. I'm the tourist. <laughs> oh, look, possibly a whole combination, but yeah, I would, I would be guessing there'd be rugby. No, look, it, it sounds like a, it sounds like a beautiful event, beautiful location, and I, I'm actually quite fond of the the oval park runs. You know, I remember the trip up to Zilmere, and it was quite nice. I liked being able to see everyone i liked being able to um you know run on grass which is sometimes a bit nicer than the um than the hard path was this one on grass oh no so most of the event was run around a concrete path on the perimeter Mm -hmm. however there was a section where you have to deviate sort of around the car park Uh which was over grass yep Yep. Yeah, that, a small section on each lap. And and you had a few fellow adventurers. Oh, we did, yes. I went up with some Victorian friends, Cheryl, Irene and Path, and we were all ticking off an uh, interstate event because we've exhausted our Victorian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> so we need a few yeah. more Victorian events, huh? Correct. Hopefully not too far away. But we have had some reports come in, Ollie. Yeah, we've, we've had a great number of reports. So firstly, thank you, everyone. Um, so let's have a listen. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Ollie here. Staying up in Sydney for the weekend, so I thought I'd catch the light rail across the Greenway Park Run and visit it for my first official visit uh, and see it post-lockdown. Greenway is a beautiful little park run along a canal 
and on a nice flat hard concrete course it's I suppose you'd call it a double out and back uh, but well attended you can see a few of the finishes over there so let's have a chat so it's Ollie here with Andrew. That's right. Andrew. Just yeah. just finishing Greenway Park Run. How did you go? Uh, not too bad. Just coming back from injury. So I'm uh, pretty happy with it today. Team about 1855, I think. 1855. Yeah. Is Greenway your regular park it run? It is, yeah. Home park run? Yeah, it is. I just live around the corner, so it's fantastic. All right. What, what's, what's, a, what's a PB for you at Greenway? Uh, about 17.21. Okay. Yeah. yeah, which I got about probably about a month, six weeks ago. Right, right. Yeah, so. You must have been flying that day because you're flying today. I was flying, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's actually feeling good. But yeah, coming back from injury volume. Yeah. Yep. He's down and just feeling a bit heavy, but it's all good. The, the um, car's holding together, so that's good. That's the main that's thing. Good. Touch wood. Yeah. Exactly. I've got a bad habit of jinxing things, so I'm okay. going to say anything. Um, I heard you talking about running plans and, and the year ahead. What's, yep. um, what's what's your goals? Yeah, well, I was intending to do the Canberra Marathon. Yep. But um, just with the injury, I've, I've decided to go back to the half. Yep. Um, never done a marathon before, so I just wanted to tick it off. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just think I'm 40, so not getting any younger and yep. injuries. I'm just like, I don't want to be injured the whole year. Yeah. So yeah. I. I comfortable that I can get through the half with my fitness as it is. Yep. Um, might not be get a PB, but you know, yeah. still be able to do it and enjoy it. Tick it off and, and enjoy it. Hopefully not get injured. Part of the journey, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, maybe later in the year, um, maybe Blackmoors. Blackmoors. Might do the marathon for that. Yeah. Have you done the half on Blackmoors no, or any of the others? I've done the 10K. Yeah. Yeah, quite okay. a bit. I, I love the 10K. So it's still across the bridge for the 10K, yeah, is it? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I just love that course, the 10K. So yeah. that's what I'm torn between yes. the 10K and that doing a fast one or having a go at the marathon. We'll see, yeah. see what happens. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'll see the shirt, the Delta. So you're part of Delta yeah. Running Project? Yeah, I am. Um, um, Jerome from Delta through the Hurt Squad in the city. Yes. Um, and then just, yeah, as my running improved, just got in with them and did a few sessions with them as well. So Jerome put, uh, puts programs together and he's a yeah, fantastic guy. Great. It's a great group. Um, yeah. Had Lauren Reed, um, who got the world record park run for females. Wasn't that fantastic? Weeks. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So, did you so, make it out for that I one? I didn't. I was at Shell no. Harbour that day. Ah, actually. right. You yeah. were down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Yes. Yeah, which yeah. is a beautiful, beautiful course. Very different, as I said. But, um, yeah, a lot tougher. Yes. The hills and the sand, but yeah, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was your first visit down to Shell Harbour. Second. second. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. came second that day too. Which yes. Is good. Well done. <laughs> well done. Any other course highlights you visited across the across uh, the travels? Yeah, I went, went to Finger Bay in Ooh. early Jan this yep. year, which was a beautiful course That's as well. Special. Yeah. yeah. So it's flatter, which you know, similar to this Greenway one here, which is which suits me. But, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's probably uh, the other one I've done is I was in Singapore last February just before ah. COVID, which was good. So I was glad to get a, a park run over there. As which, well. which one did you pick? It was the West West Park. I'm West sure. Park, yeah. right? Yeah, I visited East Coast. East Coast yeah. Love to get out to West Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. yeah, no, was good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look, well done. Thanks thank for you. the chat no and um, all the best for Canberra. Yeah, and thank you. Everything beyond. Thanks. Cheers. All right, it's Ollie here, and I'm here with Yash. Who, who's volunteering at Greenway today? Yeah. How are you? I'm good, Ollie. It's, yeah. a, it's a really lovely morning to be volunteering. Yeah? You volunteer often at Greenway? Yeah, quite often. Yep. Yep. And you're in the barcode scanning role today? Yes, yes that's yes. correct. Yep. Yep. So is volunteering usually as a barcode scanner or have you uh, done other roles? Oh no, like you can do marshalling. Um, usually I'm, I'm marshalling or I like barcode scanning because yep. you get to see everyone finish. Yes. But there are lots of other roles. You can do the timekeeping, marshalling. Um, yeah, mainly that. Yep. I'll wait here while you, you scan everyone in here getting you in action there yeah and it's a great setup you've got so you've got people coming through the funnel and across to you guys yes. all distance out which is good yeah. to see yep. yeah 
How have things been since the return of Greenway Park Run since COVID? It's been a couple of months now. Yeah, no, it's been great actually. It's been quite busy. I think people yes. were just dying to get out yeah. um, and do something as a community. Yes. Um, so yeah, we've like it's actually getting busier and busier now, which is which is great. Um, so yeah, it's been I think it's I think it's just been fantastic to see people just yes. out enjoying themselves. Um, yeah. In the, with their friends yes so that's been good yeah. yeah and it's a pretty healthy crowd here so yep. um, with, would this be a normal size week yeah. in terms of park runners here this would be I, I feel like there's a lot of people here because it's yes. good weather yeah um, just one uh, no thanks it's, I'll... Uh, yeah sorry it's gonna yeah uh, absolutely yes so who have we got here helping you this you scan is um, Lungi he's my volunteer puppy are you doing a great job, he Lungi? He's doing a great job. He, he's usually... I mean, look, when I'm marshalling, I usually have him with me because it's just so cute. And yes. he likes to say hi to everyone. Yeah. And give him a little sniff. So, yeah. So, he usually, when I'm running, he runs with me. Ah, so right. when I'm volunteering, he volunteers with me. So, Lungi, you're, you're the total park dog. You he volunteer is. and... He's you, a volley dog. Yes, volley dog. You're the park and dog, aren't you, puppy? Fantastic. And what a welcoming sight when I staggered across the line know, there. Right? Thank you, Lungi. Yeah. Yeah, he'll lick anyone. Yes. Anyone. <laughs> Yeah, we need to have a chat with you around uh, uh, distancing, don't uh, we? No, yeah. no, no such thing. <laughs> no, 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 not with a friendly pup yeah. like that. Um, and so, has Lungi done many park runs he here? Has. At Greenway? Uh, he usually runs park runs with me. Excellent. So, um, if I could get him his own barcode, that would yes. be awesome. Yes. But yeah, he's he's done a fair few as well. He enjoys it. It's um, again, there's so many dogs here. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's just everyone runs, yeah. walks. Whatever you want to do. And look, the paths here are quite wide, so yeah. I found a surprising amount of space. Yeah, and they've actually redone the path here at Greenway, yep. so I don't know if you knew that, know this, but there was a lot of construction happening, and there was a narrow path earlier. Yes. They've widened it, and it's quite looking quite yeah. good now. Yes. So um, it's actually been, it's just meant that now, you know, it can accommodate well more done. people. Yeah. Nice work. Well done. <laughs> no, look, I, I'll let you go. Thank yeah, you very much for you. talking with me no and multitasking there, and uh, thank you for volunteering. Thanks. Cheers. So it's Ollie here again with Jill, who's just finished Greenway Park Run, with Harry. Harry Hoverdog. Harry Hoverdog. <laughs> and um, Jill and Harry, how was Park Run today? Oh, it was great. It was um, probably my fastest time this year. Well done. It's nice and flat. Yes. Been doing a bit of touristing and we've been to some with a few hills, so ah. not good on hills. No. <laughs> Where have you been recently? Um, there's... Um, St. Peter's. Yep. Yeah, there's a bit of a mean um, thing. A couple of weeks at a big hill, and last week we were at Camay. Yeah, that yes. So, like rolling up and down. They call it undulating, but. It's I nothing but undulation. <laughs> yes. You weren't going up, you were going down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, congratulations on Thank the you. on the fast time, and um, I'm very impressed to see Harry's tricks here. Um, um, Harry's a bit of a celebrity. He is. He's on Running Mums Australia side often, and um, sometimes I put him on. Australian tourist. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, Facebook. No, and um, look, I think Harry's tricks are, are quite impressive. He was just answering some questions before. Harry. 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 Do you like park run? Very good. That's good. Thank you. That sounds like a resounding yes. Yeah. No. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, Thank Ollie. you Harry. Nice to talk to you today. And you. So I'm here with uh, Rachel, uh, the event director for Greenway Park Run. Yeah. Good morning. Thank you for, uh, thanks for having me, first of all. Oh, it's, yeah, a beautiful day for a run, isn't it? Yeah. And our um, shiny new course at Greenway. Yes. So uh, you were just explaining there's there's been a bit of work done on the Greenway course. Yeah, well, yeah. I was saying, um, I don't want to say lucky, but 
with the COVID uh, shutdown, uh, that's when the council was digging up the course and in I actually don't know what we would have done um, yes. along the way because yes. it, yeah, there were months and months and months of a muddy um, path with uh, tractors parked oh. on it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's all um, wider, flatter, no tree roots sticking through, so it's good. Oh, it's fantastic. You know, it's, I can't think of a single incline yeah. in the course. So yeah, yeah. yeah they've, they've done a good job there. And I definitely think the words got out amount around the Sydney running groups because there's definitely some very fast people coming along. I think course. so, yeah. yeah. I was just chatting to a few before who yeah. were saying that uh, they almost attempted the world record here instead of, instead of Parramatta. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Back when uh, Lauren Reed broke the, yes, um, yeah. the female um, yeah. park run record. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so how's things been since the return after yeah. COVID for so, the um, and the team? We, we went straight back as soon as we were allowed to mm. and um, council were really supportive we got our paperwork through really quickly and uh, this year we also did a Christmas park run which we haven't done before so yeah, that, yeah I was really pleased to do that oh yeah. that's fantastic I mean a lot of events you know, weren't able or, yeah. or didn't choose yeah. to do it so how was Christmas for park run at yeah, Greenway? Yeah no it was a we didn't have a I think we had about 140 so it was a really nice Yes. Uh, turnout and I just thought with such a strange year it was a nice thing to be able to mm. offer people yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and you know Christmas particularly in Sydney was quite disrupted with the, the Northern Beaches outbreak so well yeah, truly. yeah it was good to have some, a little shining light or something positivity nice yeah, yeah 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 and so how long have you been event director um, yeah. since um, we started it launched so, it yes. so we just had our th third birthday yes yeah. yes yeah. happy birthday Greenway oh, and, and the team yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, what, what got you into parkrun um, I, I think I just I love the community nature mm. of it I'm a nutritionist yep. so um, I'm all about public health yes. and you yes. know making it accessible and easy to people so yeah, yeah and when I just see you know 250 odd people mm. out on a Saturday morning it just makes me feel really happy yeah oh, it's it's lovely to see and yeah. obviously you've got a good crowd of, of regulars yeah, here exactly, and yeah. very welcoming yeah so. yeah and lots of uh, locals volunteers so it's, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah yeah no look thank you very much um, any any other sort of parkrun highlights on the horizon anything any plans coming up the local or oh, visiting just, other parkruns just Slow and steady would yes. be good at yeah. the moment. We don't want any surprises. That's right. That's right. I'd say yeah. stability, but yes. I don't want to jinx you. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what we like. Yeah. No. No. Well, all the best. Thank you again okay. for having me. Oh, thanks for having me on the podcast. And thanks for uh, yeah having a fantastic park run here. Thank you. That's all from me today. It's another fantastic park run morning wrapped up. Back on the tram. Back to the city. So I'm with Dave who's the event director down at Greytown Woodside Trail Park Run and we're at Pooringa Park Run or Pooringa Not Park Run today because there are no park runs in New Zealand but Dave was coming up for an event that's also been postponed and we've just done a freedom lap, one lap of the Pooringa course. So how was that this morning Dave? Oh that was beautiful, the weather's nice, there's no rain. Um, it's a really nice course, very dramatic, lots of different terrain. Um, I wish I'd have done it as a park run today, but not park run works too. Oh, you, you got a bit of a guided tour, really. <laughs> a guided tour, yeah. I might have got lost without the event director, so thank you for that. And what did you think to the steam? Oh, the steam is great. Um, it feels like you're on another world, really. Well, that's 
how a lot of people have described us. <laughs> so tell us about your home park run, Dave, because I probably won't get down there to profile it for the, the podcast because it's a bit of a drive. Well, our, yeah, it is a bit uh, long distance from here. So our home park run is in Wairapa um, in the little town of Greytown. And um, it's on what used to be a rail trail. So there's a rail line that goes from Wellington to Masterton. And there used to be a spur line from Greytown out to Woodside, which is this tiny little hamlet um, outside of Greytown. And that's where we start the park run. And then we run two and a half k's down what used to be the the railway line, which is now a trail. And then um, we turn around and come back. And what we don't tell people if they're the first time doing it is that it's really nice and fast downhill going out. And then it's a really um, sort of challenging slight uphill on the way back because a railway line, you can do that. Um, But it's really nice and scenic, um, lots of views of hills. Sometimes we have cows who visit us on the course, um, are very nosy and want to know what all these runners are doing early on a Saturday morning and that sort of thing. But it's really nice rural place. And um, we get visitors who tell us that um, they would like to come back. Well, I loved my visit down. It was August the 1st last year. I went to oh, Greytown okay. yeah, to do my 50th different events and oh, my cow right. run. So, yes, yeah, you did a cow. Yes. <laughs> specifically for the cows. Nice. And the cows were there. Yes, they did not disappoint. That's right. We got a little uh, decal for you to to wear, I think, as well. <laughs> Had the cow signs at the start and that. Oh, that was great. That's yeah. right. I remember that. Nice. And it's one of the smaller events in New Zealand, which is really awesome for getting to know like everyone who's at your park run i suppose yes we do have a smallish crowd and um, we average 40 to 50 um our highest has been 81 so far but um we find that two-thirds of our people then go to the cafe afterwards so we've sort of built this nice community as well so that's been really rewarding you're going to the offering that's the name of the cafe was yeah. was a highlight for me i think we were there for two hours we were we had a great <laughs> chat a couple of coffees i think were had and some breakfast but um yeah they've been really good for us um it's it's a big space inside and there's this massive table in the middle that they reserve for us every week so we routinely bring 30 40 people there on a saturday morning so they like us but donuts. we like them yeah they do donuts there. they do donuts <laughs> as well they're really good yes yeah and I know that you were one of the originals in the at Lower Hutt's very first park run. I was there very first park run in New Zealand, number one, um, in Lower Hutt. I used to live um, over there, and so that's where we started. Um, and um, there was quite a competition for a while, and I think the one person did 19 in a row before missing one. So, um, yeah, it started there in 2012. I read about it in the newspaper and um, just decided to show up, and it's it's been a life-changing experience yeah. it's just amazing you can turn up and not pay anything and get a timed result it's awesome you only got your hundred quite recently well yeah i got to 50 very quickly um and then um, i moved over the hill into wire and became an event director and um, you don't run when you do that so um i did get to my hundred just a couple of weeks ago so um yeah that was quite an achievement i'm very proud of that yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, one thing I know that the um, pod listeners like to hear is a top three of park runs that you've run at. So let's <sighs> hear your top three. Well, the home one has to be number one. So Greytown, I think, is number one. Um, Lower Hutt is a close second because I've done it, I think, 67 times. So that's the one I've done the most, obviously, because um, I started there. Um, it has its own challenges. Um, there's a lot of wind that comes off the river. So that usually you run back into a headwind, so they call it the park run northerly because <laughs> you're going back to the north at the finish. 
Um, and I would say Taupo is number three. I haven't done your park run officially, um, but Taupo is really pretty around the lake. Um, so I would say those are my top three. I have done one in the UK, but not Bushy Park. So Which would, one did you do there? I did Horsham. Okay. Yeah, that's mm. nice. It's in a reserve and you do three laps on that. Um, I would say Flaxmere would be a close fourth though. I really like um, the park that Flaxmere is in. The trees are really welcoming and the people there are just amazing. Mm. Well, we'll have to get you back here when Park Run's on officially so you can put us in your top three. Absolutely. You would definitely be in the top three. This landscape is just amazing. Cool. Well, yeah. th thanks for your time, Dave. Oh, thanks, Alison. Cheers. Hello, Park Run Adventurers. This is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. And today we are at Batemans Bay Park Run. We uh, come here every year for the Canberra Day long weekend with the rest of Canberra to visit the south coast and uh, yeah so we're at Batemans Bay Park Run and uh, today is event number 209 and uh, on average they have 62 and a half park runners each week but I uh, expect some big numbers today here with uh, a lot of tourists from uh, from Canberra for the, the long weekend. We've got an average finish time of 31.14. This uh, park run runs along the water's edge. Uh, it's a, kind of like a double out and back course but um, we'll go have a run and uh, have a chat to a few of the other park runners that are here today. Got Graham here at the uh, finish line at Batemans Bay. How was your run? Oh, pretty good. Uh, been over for a wedding and I think I've celebrated the wedding a bit too yeah. hard. And <laughs> but no, it was a really good run, nice and flat. Um, yeah, no, really liked it. Really enjoyed it. It was great. First time at Batemans Bay? Oh yeah, definitely. Here, yeah, first time out this way for sure. Yeah, no, it was really good. Everyone's pretty welcoming too. Well, it's just park run for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Where's home park run? Uh, Wynyard in Tassie on the beautiful northwest coast. Yeah, we usually get about uh, 40 runners roughly a week. We've got a beach section in our track, which is a bit more challenging, but uh, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Have you got out and done many, many other park runs in Tasmania? Yeah, I've done about oh, eight, I think. It's my goal this year to do them all. Um, to get round them all and just have a look and meet all the different people in that. Yeah, I've done a few around Australia. Yeah, it's a great, great thing. I really love it. Without naming your home park run in your top three, which would be your top three park runs? Uh, definitely be Albert Park in Victoria around the lake. Um, Risdon Brook in, in southern Tassie. Um, I did another one in Adelaide, I think it was Glenelg, that was nice too, very similar to this, run along the sea beside the marina and that, yeah, it's very nice. Well, thanks for having a chat, um, we might bump into you, uh, we'll be in Tassie in a couple of weeks, so not sure which park runs exactly we're going to do yet, but yeah, we might, we might see you down there. No worries at all, yep, come and see us, we'll welcome you with open arms. Alright, now I'm with um, Penny, good morning Penny. Hi Mark, how are you going? Good, thank you, so... You're from uh, Wagyu Bridge Park Run as well, and uh, what brought you to Batemans Bay today? Oh, we're camping up at Lake Taburi with a few other families, and we've actually brought all 12 of them down to Park Run with us today. Four of them brand new to Park Run, and they've all had a lot of fun. Well done, bringing some more people into the, the Park Run family, and I did turn around at one point and I saw half of Canberra here, we all knew. <laughs> yeah, it was strange running into people we knew. Oh, it's not unusual at Batemans Bay though, is it? Is this your first time here? It is actually, yeah. We've not, not made it down to Batemans before. And what did you think? I reckon it would be a good course to do a PB on. I had five kids with me, so it was fairly <laughs> slow. Yes. Um, sprint finish once Dad took over. Um, but yeah, it was pretty coarse. You're all holding hands the whole course. That's um, pretty of a bit of a challenge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Running with a five-year-old and a four-year-old. 
Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, this course does, uh, it's a PB for my wife Nicole and for, for young James. But no, no, no PB today, but that's all right. There's always another day. Last week, where were you last week? Dubbo last week, yes, <laughs> you remember. <laughs> I've, uh, I've done a few different park runs the last few weeks. North Park's Oval a couple of weeks before that for their second park run. Yeah. So what's, what's your report on parks? Uh, the course was a little bit long. Um, it had been raining before we went, so the mud was a bit slippery. But I think I'm keen to go back and try it again. It's at a better time. <laughs> and how did you find Dubbo? It's, that's a pretty, it's a pretty good course down by the river. That was really pretty. I was surprised because I assumed stupidly that being by the river meant it was going to be flat. Yeah. And as soon as I arrived and they showed us around, you could quite quickly see that it wasn't quite as flat, but it was a, a good run nonetheless. Do you have any plans for tourism next week? I'm run director at Waggy Bridge next week, so back to home. Good, good to see you volunteering as well as the tourism. <laughs> Yay for volunteers. Yep, keeps, the, keeps it ticking over. That's it, it does, yeah. We can't, we can't do park run without the volunteers, so if you're out there touristing, make sure you're putting your hand up and volunteering as well and consider volunteer tourism. So, All right, Penny, thank you. We'll see you back at home one day. See you then. Thanks, Mark. All right, I'm with uh, Tim now, who is the uh, run director. Good morning, Tim. How are you? How are you, Mark? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. It's a nice day down at Batman's Bay today for, for parkrun. How was it for you? Brilliant day. Perfect conditions, really. Yeah, light wind. The wind's only just started to get up now, so, yeah, the most of it was perfect running conditions, so, hence we saw a pretty quick first finisher. I think it was 18 and a half minutes or something like that. That's pretty quick. Yeah, there's a few, few fast runners out there. We've had one of our local gun runners from Canberra who came in second place behind him, so it's good to see. Oh, yep. Yeah, he looked pretty fit, uh, second yeah. place, yeah, yeah. It was uh, a big Canberra contingent today for the Canberra Day long weekend, as would be expected. How long have you been involved with um, Batemans Bay Parkrun? Uh, three years. Three years? Yeah. Um, it would be the first six months as a participant um, and regular volunteer, and then um, probably two and a half years uh, as run director slash uh, ED now. Okay. And what got you into parkrun in the first place? Ah, uh, yeah, good question. So it was a, a, a mother-in-law of mine who literally dragged me along to parkrun and I just could never understand why people ran for enjoyment. I never understood why people just made a choice to go out and run. So that was me. I was never a runner. I, I couldn't fathom why people did it, but that was before I knew how good it was and before I actually did it, gave it a go myself. So hence... She dragged me along with her and I went along with her. That was to Foster Park Run. And I ran it and from then on, I was absolutely addicted to it and I still love running to this day three years after. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so that judgment of, of runners and why people do it, I fell right into I know exactly why they do now. Yeah. Um, so I understand it from both perspectives. The, the, um, the sedentary perspective as to... Misunderstand, not understanding why people exercise so much or run so much, but I also understand why you can have the other end of the spectrum. The, the, the spectrum mm. of people who can get quite obsessed about it. There's no doubt about it as well. <laughs> but um, I understand it from both perspectives. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, there, there can be a few obsessive people within park run with uh, yeah. tourism and challenges. Uh, but we might be some of those people, but that's yeah. okay. That's Absolutely, <laughs> we need we need those types. That's for sure. And uh, so for our listeners, do you want to describe the um, Batemans Bay Park Run course for us? Yeah, fairly quick. Um, if, if you want to break a PB 
your 5k PB, it would be definitely you'd be up for um, a chance of doing that here at this course. Um, it's yeah, fairly level, predominantly concrete uh, slash bitumen um, with a little grass section. Um, the grass section's only fairly brief, but um, yeah, it's all in all, I'd say a quick course and uh, with along the water's edge, the ocean's edge, um, it's uh, it's a very uh, pleasant um, course as well, uh, with a with a great outlook. Um, but yeah, hit it on the on the right sunny day like we have today, and it's it's awesome for both runners and walkers. Um, but yeah, it's I, I think uh, I might be a little bit biased, but it's pretty good. It's it's quite a good um, course. Yeah, I think so. No, it is a good course, and if you're on um, the south coast of New South Wales, definitely recommend uh, checking out Burns Bay Park Run. Thank you much for your time, Tim, and thanks for Park Run today. Thank you, Mark. It's awesome what you do, and uh, we really appreciate it. And um, I'm sure Park Run does also. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for your effort. All right, Park Run adventurers, that's us done here at Batemans Bay. We're off to go find some breakfast and coffee. We'll talk to you next time on the Park Run Adventurers podcast. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall here and today I am checking in from the nearly new, but not quite new, SS Cooper Trail Parkrun. This parkrun is located on Bribey Island on the shores of the Pumicestone Passage. Uh, Pumicestone Passage runs between Bribey Island and the mainland of Queensland and we're in the Moreton Bay region which is about an hour or so, an hour and a bit's drive north of Brisbane. Now there is quite a crowd gathering here. Um, I said that it is not quite brand new but relatively new. I am at park run number seven, no number eight for SS Cooper Trail Park Run. You got it, I'm here for the Wilson Index. I'm hoping that one day the informant might mention me but who knows when that will be. <laughs> I'm gonna check in, do the park run and um, talk to some people later on. Alrighty, just in after finishing SS Cooper Trail Park Run. That is really a mouthful, isn't it? So I'm here with a gang from Bribey on the Run. What's your names? Uh, Hilary Rose. Sarah Moyle. Mel Stewart. Richard McGrady. Now, tell me about Bribey on the Run. What's the story there? Um, we're just a like-minded group of uh, people, both men and women, that um, enjoyed running. So we thought we should run together because that would be more encouraging. Um, so hence, just bribe me on the run came about one day after a few runs and a few rums. I was going to ask about rum because on your shirts you've got bribe me on the rum with an exclamation mark no, 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 after no. That's it. That's bribe me on the run. With on the run with yeah. an exclamation mark, but. It looks surprisingly like Bribey on the Rum. Is that a, you know, con a happy coincidence or was it planned that way? Happy coincidence, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys have been running here at SS Cooper since it started. Have you been to any other park runs? I've been to, yeah, Ocean View and North Harbour, Central Lakes, Redcliffe, yep, yeah. North Lakes. So a few... Um, Mullaney. Mullaney. Mullaney was a great run, yes. Oh, haven't been there yet. Okay, so I'm going to put somebody on the spot here. Does somebody want to name their top three that isn't their home park run? Um, Ocean View, Nambour and let's say Redcliffe. So two hilly ones, one flat one? That's right. 
<laughs> I don't mind a hilly park run. My home's at Bunyaville, so oh, look, it just it keeps it interesting. It's it's different from flat bribey, so something different. Yeah, it's a pretty nice course here though along the Pumice Stone Passage. On a clear day, it's a bit cloudy today, but on a, on a clear day, you'd get a view of the Glasshouse Mountains. Yes, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and the bridge and the water. Yeah, really pretty. Yeah, and Morton Island out the across the bay. So. I might, hmm, not sure what else to ask you. What else would you like to tell me about your home park one? Hey, I've got a question. Who or what is SS Cooper? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a big question, isn't it? Question. <laughs> SS Cooper used to be the barge that came across when the bridge wasn't here. Ah, someone knows. Okay, so there is a bridge between the mainland and Bribey Island, but before that there was SS Cooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. The path is SS Cooper along the front. Right, yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's called, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, that's really nice, isn't it? A bit of local history. All right. Well, thank you guys for talking to me on the Park Run Adventurous podcast. I hope you get a bit more adventuring in. Enjoy your park running. Thank you. All righty. Now, I found a couple of likely ladies from the Bribey Island Roadrunners and Workers Club. So, locals here. What's your name? Debbie. And I'm Kathy. And you were here at SS Cooper Trail Park Run, but this is not your first rodeo. Um, how did you get into Park Run and what's your Park Run story? Um, I started at Kiwana, so I know Mel. Oh, yes. awesome. Hey, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> and then we moved to Bribie. Yeah. So we, yeah, we all got together and wanted to get one for Bribie. But yeah, we do a lot of, we were doing a lot of Bribie. We just all meet, carpool and go to different ones each week. Okay, and? And I was part of the uh, Bribie Island Road Runners and Walkers Club and <laughs> Kevin and Elaine um, would continually talk, tell us about the brilliant park runs happening around the place and I then decided to carpool with them and I have visited many on the Sunshine Coast and in Brisbane and I got hooked. <laughs> I love it. Very good. <laughs> there, look, I tell you what, there's worse things to be hooked on than park run, isn't there? Yeah, yeah no. It's <laughs> good, she loves I, I love to, um, you know, see my times each week and um, try and make sure I beat those times every week. Yep. It's, yeah, motivating. Okay, now you've both done a bit of adventuring. Apart from your home park run, so you're not allowed to mention Kiwana or SS Cooper. Okay, can you give me a top three of your favourite park runs? Oh, I can definitely. Um, Ocean View Estates at Mount Mee. Even though it's hilly and very hard, I just love the scenery while you're running. Uh, the other one that I really love is actually North Harbour Park Run, where you run along the Caboolture River um, in with the cows. Um, and the third one is actually... Um, um, it's down along the Brisbane River. Uh, New Farm? Yeah. Yeah, New Farm. It's along the Brisbane River again. Yep. The scenery. Yeah. And the people. I always love all the people I talk to. Yeah. Me too. It's one of the things about Parkrun, isn't it, where it's not... It's really fine for you to start chatting to someone. It's one of the really lovely things about Parkrun, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, over to you for your top three. Oh. <laughs> um... I do love Nambour and Glasshouse Conservation. I love that one as well. That's really relaxing. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Just the scenery 
and probably Mulaney. I want to get back up to Mulaney one. That was nice as well. Just in the bush there, it's nice. Fantastic. Mulaney's on my list. I haven't yes, been there yet. Been yeah. All right. Um, and so we've talked a little bit about the community. How would you guys say the community is here at SS Cooper? I know it's only a new park one, but do you feel it building here? It's great. Yeah, I think oh. so. Don't you? Yeah, we're... Yeah, very friendly, very friendly. The best community I think I've um, met. <laughs> it, what, better than you, better than you running and walking for? Oh, it's a bit of both, isn't yeah. it? They're all, everyone's here, yeah. well, mostly. That's yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, no, great. it's nice to meet new people. Yeah. But and also have your friends that we already know. But yeah, you can. T- it's lovely actually because um, each time you run, you do you chat to other people and yeah, hear about yeah, other yeah. runs and people's lives. Absolutely, that's so great. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for chatting to me on the Parkrun Adventurers. Um, nice to meet old friends as well as meet new friends on the podcast. Fantastic, um, and keep enjoying your running. Thank you very much. Alrighty, I have finally tracked down the event director and today's run director. Just introduce yourself. Elaine Rogers. Colin Hatfield. Now, Colin, first time in the uh, RD vest today. Yes, it was a baptism of fire, but it was good fun. You're still smiling. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's a grimace. <laughs> no, it was good fun. I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah. That's great. great. Yeah. So, Elaine, we how do we run? Run? bad news because he hasn't set the results up yet, so that's still to come. So he hasn't got a pass mark yet? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Only 50%. 50%. Oh, I'm sure you can turn that around. There's still a job. I, be- I believe in you. Oh, that's good. All right. I I, yes. Yeah. All right. So this is good news. You've got another run director. How is the team going here at SS Cooper Trail Park Run. Really, really good. We've had a lot of support from the Bribey Island Roadrunners and Walkers Club. Um, probably without them we couldn't have got it off the ground to start with and kept it running. They have multiple blue shirts here every week, which is great. So, yeah, thank you to all them. And we're slowly getting new people in. So Fantastic. Well, you're only eight weeks old. That's right, yes. <laughs> Got a long way to go yet. Long way to go. Um, so tell us about the course here and the journey to get this park run set up. Well, with the walking group, the Bribey Island group, we um, had a discussion and we started going off the island on a Saturday to do different park runs. And people kept saying, we should have one on the island, we should have one on the island. So my husband and I, Kevin, we decided, okay, we'll get it started. And everybody chipped in and helped out. Um, then it was just a bit hard getting the course because on the island we have lots of roads, we have lots of boat ramps, um, so that's why it's a two-course lap um, along the passage, which we think is pretty spectacular and a lovely spot to go for a swim after you run. So, yeah. I would agree. It is a lovely spot. Um, it's a bit cloudy today, but normally you'd have a beautiful view of the Glasshouse Mountains, which is absolutely spectacular mm. on any given day. And then you get the bridge. The other, if you turn the other way, you've got the bridge. So I think you've got the best of the island right here. Yeah, it's, it really is a lovely course. Mm. So well done on picking this. <laughs> now, all this venturing off the island pre-park run on Bribey Island, tell us some stories about your adventures. Well, my husband and I are originally from Melbourne. We've been up here for three years 
So while we were living in Melbourne, we used to do the Maribyrnong Park Run. That was our home base. But we also travelled quite a bit with our slide-on camper. So we made sure every Friday night we were somewhere where there was a park run the next day. Yes. So <laughs> multitudes. We've done, we've done beach, we've done bush, we've done trail, we've done path and grass. and Yeah, so we've done quite a bit. Um, we take our dog with us each week and she lo- just loves it. Um, so, yeah, we've really enjoyed our journey with Parkrun. All right, so can you name for me your top three park runs that are not your home park run? Top three. I'd have to say Shell Harbour would have to be one of my favourite. Oh, there you go, Ollie. That's um, bush, beach, grass, hills. And a track. And a track, a bit of everything. <laughs> really enjoy Nambour. Go up and have it talk to Fluffy yep. and see how she's going or he's going. <laughs> oh, what would be the third one? It's tough, isn't it? It's really hard to just put you on the spot. Anybody else like to chip in a third one or their own top three? Oh, like the um, Ash Mountains one. Mm. That's one of our oh, favourites. Yes. That's a great run. Really yeah. is nice. Um, North Harbour's great. So if you like the cross-country kind of thing, that's yeah. that's really good. I come first there, so that's why I like it. Um, and then probably Caboolture. Caboolture's good. It's just a hard run in, in the heat. But no, that'd be my top three. That's the one. What's the name of the one at Caboolture? It's not called Caboolture, is it? Central Lakes. Central, Central Lakes, Lakes, yes. Yeah, but that's a good one. Peachy's really good because Peachy has the shade and it has some really tough hills. Just when you think you finish the hills, you get another one thrown yeah. in right at the end. I think they refer to them as mounds of opportunity at yeah. Petrie. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. <They're> very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's good. There's a lot of great ones around, and even some of the ones in Victoria. Um, we enjoyed Shepherd and while we were down there, which is around the lake. You know, they're all very scenic, and, and I think that the organisers of every park run really look at the site that they're going to place them on and everyone's done a fantastic job we did one in germany no stockholm stockholm we did a park run in stockholm fantastic and that was a great you know great experience to do one overseas so yeah it's just a fantastic event concept yeah concept um lovely enough to go anywhere in the world and just just and still get registered, you know. Love, just, yeah. yeah, you take your barcode anywhere. Yeah. Have barcode, will travel. Yeah. That's and, it. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody is so friendly. It doesn't matter, you know, the volleys, the people there. You can yeah. stop and talk to anybody. And, and we wear our club shirts. So yeah. everyone says, oh, you're from Bribie Island, you know. So yeah. that's a really a good thing too. Yeah. Thank you so much for everything that you've done for Park Run, for SS Cooper Trail Park Run. That's right, isn't it? Okay. Yes. SS Cooper SS Trail, Trail Park Run. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes. I did get the story. SS Cooper was the barge that used to uh, cross yeah. Palmerstone yeah. Passage, so well, well, well named. Um, thank you very much, and hopefully I'll be back here again another time. Thank you. That'd be great. Always welcome. Yes. And it was great to hear from you, Ollie, at Greenway Park Run, plus Alison from – where was Alison from? She was doing a freedom run at Paranga. That's right. With Dave White. Yeah, so a bit of New Zealand park run royalty and the ED, EDs out there uh, making the most of uh, a weekend without park run in New Zealand once again. 
won't say anything further except uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope sh- it was a nice not park run. <laughs> no, it was good to hear from Dave. I enjoyed that. And he gave his top three in New Zealand, which were Greytown, Lower Hutt and Torpo, Torpau. Tor- Torpo. Oh. I, I'd always pronounced it or read it as Torpo, which, you know, would be stunning around that lake. I still think any parkrun in New Zealand would be fantastic, but I'm really curious about, you know, Greytown as well after that. So the list keeps growing. And we had Marvellous Mark coming to us from Batemans Bay for the Canberra Day long weekend, and it sounds like there was an inundation of Canberrans in the area, Ollie. Well and truly, and many holding hands, which was lovely to hear. (laughs) And Lyndall at SS Cooper Trail, which I'd actually been quite curious around where that that particular name came from. I know. It was the barge that went across before the bridge was built, Ollie. Is that correct? That's right. And what was it called? The Pumice Stone Passage? Oh, yeah. You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, some some fascinating history there and you know, I looked up the pictures there. It looks like another beautiful location as well. So, uh, yeah, look, thank you, everyone, for those roving reports. I know. Great. And we really appreciate them all. But, hey, Ollie. Mm. We surprised everybody this week with our Saturday morning post. We had our online cafe launch. Yeah, which was nice. Being off, you know, having coffee and and then something other than coffee, my not coffee. Afterwards, it was nice to <laughs> nice to connect with some other parkrunners adventuring around at Daz's Cafe. Yes, Daz's Cafe. So. Daryl was so popular through my Alice Palace not park runs through the park run pause and he just sat and looked so forlorn like he was really missing out on park run, the park run fun. So he just needed to be involved. He is now the face of our Saturday morning park run cafe. Oh, and he makes a pretty mean piccolo too. So thanks, Daz. I appreciate (laughs) that. I won't lie. Usually it's a bucket of a latte for me, but, you know, Daz is leading me down the right path of trying the skinny piccolo instead. You know, as always, he had the fashion sense too. Yes. Somebody asked me about his background. Uh, His, what do you call it, Ollie? Do you mean to say Daz's ethnicity? Yes, his ethnicity. But really, the moustache, I mean, hello, they're quite trendy these days, the moustache. You got to admit, yeah. So it's just him being a hipster barista. Yeah, absolutely. I think it goes totally with the pinstripes too. So uh, I have to take <laughs> a bit of fashion tip from from Dazza there. So I can explain to everybody the idea behind our Saturday morning post is that there would be a lot of people out there that don't have the benefit of being able to go after park run to the cafe because you might have to race home to take over carers' duties for the kids. You might have to race off to work. You might have kids' sporting activities and you just can't go to the cafe. But wherever you are, you might be able to jump on your phone and connect with us in an online format. So come and tell us how your morning was, engage with us in our online cafe. And look, 
let us know your coffee order too, even. Um, so <laughs> whether, it's a, whether it's a photo from your park run or your not park run in this case uh, or exactly that, if it's a picture of your coffee, it's just nice to, uh, nice to connect and nice to share in a bit of that post-park run hangout that uh, is always nice at a cafe. Yeah, just some of that post-park run chat that you might not necessarily get to do in a real sense, but we can, uh, we can help out with an online sense. I found it quite handy. Certainly, we, we heard from a lot of park runs. So there were about a dozen or, or so park runs and a couple of not park runs. Mel, that we heard from. Good to see the, the picture from Purringer there from our, our roving report crew and also um, the park run that didn't happen at the beaches. Oh, the beaches. They had a boat on course. Now, that might have to be the most unusual. I don't know how you rate the most unusual cancellations, Ollie, but when I saw Peter Pullman share the photo of the reason for their cancellation, which was a boat uh, beached in the middle of their course... I thought, wow, that's unique. You wouldn't want to be that boat owner, but clearly they've had a rough trot at the beaches. We we hope that they can uh, they can have a bit. No, I'm not going to say it. Actually, I was going to say a little more consistency of their you know their, oh, their course. Oh, um, no <laughs> stand down stand down <laughs> but also the essential sausage roll photo as well so uh, good to hear the reports of some of the the different uh, food for post park run and indeed the elements chris fraser he gave a fabulous report so i jumped over to the uh aussie tourism group mm. and saw the uh, report that Chris did for Pioneer Dairy, was it? Yes. That was a fabulous report. He had some wonderful photos that gave a really good insight into what the course was like. Oh, plus, you know, Chris is known for his post-park run. The bakery report? Yeah, that. That's what yep. I'm thinking of. Thank you, <laughs> Ollie. Chris loves his bakeries and he loves his sausage rolls and lamingtons. So always good mm. to hear from Chris in that respect. Lovely to hear from you all and look, keep sharing. Uh, I've, I've picked up a few tips, you know, the, the pram-friendly park runs and where we can find chickens. So uh, I think we're, we're going to keep finding out a lot, Mel. That's the plan. Yes. Come back next weekend. The cafe's going to be open. That's right. Just dial up Dazza and um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you all on Park Run Day, hopefully, at the cafe. And it was the weekend for International Women's Day, Ollie. It was. And look, we're even re recording this on International Women's Day. So how fitting and, and you know, happy International Women's Day, Mel, but more so thank you, you know, as the, I think, the driving force behind this this podcast. I think this, this particular podcast, actually, now that I mention it, has been very fortunate to have some incredible women at its helm and part of the Channel 5 news crew and, and part of the wider family. Yeah, it was nice to see you know, some acknowledgement at Park Run uh, across the country, certainly, and and you know beyond for International Women's Day and to show some acknowledgement. Thanks, Ollie. I certainly see myself as the custodian for the podcast. Obviously, the fabulous Mel Urbacher has made all the groundwork for this wonderful podcast and has graciously entrusted it to us. 
and we take our hat off to Mel. We hope Mel had a wonderful International Women's Day herself. On that note, certainly extend that acknowledgement and thanks to you know, all of the great women of Parkrun. I know I can certainly thank a lot of, of the event team at Shell Harbour and all of my other park friends out there in the Parkrun world for everything that they do. Lots of fabulous women involved in Parkrun, Ollie. But someone who's not a female, <laughs> I don't know, how How do we throw from here to the informant? I'm not sure there's a natural segue except to say that we're pretty <laughs> sure he's not a woman. <laughs> Much to his disadvantage, perhaps, but... <laughs> Much mystery surrounds the identity of the informant. That's right. So I think it's time now we catch up with our regular source of uh, the parkrun facts that you may have missed. Let's catch up with the informant. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. They are only current at the time they are collected, with a 100% chance of an error from time to time. There was one event launched this week. Cascades on Clyde wetlands in Victoria. However, with New Zealand under lockdown, all other stats are down. We had 429 runs held worldwide. 385 were in Australia. The remainder taking place in Japan, Russia and the Falkland Islands. Down under, we had 46,862 runners out of 48,271 worldwide. We had 7,633 PBs, while 2,143 people participated for the first time. 200 reached their 50 milestone, 118 reached their 100 milestone, and 14 people reached their 250 milestone. We have 10 new states people this week, in the ACT, we have Philip Hogland, Michael Smith, Brian Thomas, who ran at Coos, Mount Ainsley, and Gungarland, respectively. While at Waggy Bridge, we have Tracy Scarlett Arundel, Neil Hewitt, Chris Gammon, Hilary Caldwell, and Ricky Somerville. We have one new Northern Territorian, Roger Hinton, who ran at Darwin. In Tasmania, we have Brendan Peel, who ran at Whitemark Wharf. Brendan is currently the only park runner to hold statesmanship in three states with the others being ACT and Northern Territory. The biggest movers on the most Aussie New Zealand events list are Tony Caglione, Bruce Flaherty and Gary Light, who jumped 11 spots from being ranked 204 to 193. In the top 20, there's a bit of shuffling. Last week's three-way tie for 18th is broken, as Robin Rishworth ran at Fair Park Reserve to be 18th outright, dropping Brendan's and Janine Sellers 19th. The two-way tie for 14th is now a two-way tie for 13th, with Tony Jennings moving up one to draw level with Kathleen Wallington, leaving Neil Schultz down one in 15th. Alan Burrell moves up one to 9th after running game to Riverwalk. Gary Nisbet drops from equal 8th to be equal 9th with Alan, and Aaron Hardy drops from equal 6th to 7th. Phew! Biggest Wilson mover of the week is Ian Krasker, who increased his index from 27 to 109, a huge move of 82. Last week's Cowcop stats caused a bit of hurt over ACT way. It seems that there is actually a member down that way, so they are on one and par with New Zealand. Except not par, because New Zealand is nice, with hobbits and stuff, 
or the ACT is too hot, unless it's too cold, and it's always too dry. It wouldn't even exist if New South Wales didn't have to give up a bit of land for Federation, but I digress. Michael Charlton is in fact an ACT runner with Tuggeranong registered as his home. The reason for this mix-up is that there is no way to get a person's nominated home run from parkrun pages. All my stats, I use the parkrun that someone has attended the most. In Michael's case, he had 107 events at 107 different locations. Because he has attended all the events just the once, the first one he attended was the one that is used, which happened to be in New South Wales. Fix for next time. Sorry, not sorry. Moving on, another listener question. This time, Jack Corkle asked, Who has run the most park runs without completing stopwatch bingo? Well, Jack, this is very interesting. I'm just using Australian New Zealand runners here. The fastest we've had to call bingo is 114. The slowest is 404. The average number of runs taken is 220. Of course, the theoretical probable average is 280. This indicates that there may be a bit of fudging and waiting at the finish line for the numbers to come up. The informant doesn't like that idea, but of course it's up to the individual, and no harm is done either way. If you're keen to look at those stats in more detail, they can be found on my blog at theinformant.me. That's theinformant, all one word, dot M-E. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And thanks, as usual, from The Informant. ACT is copying the SAS this week, Ollie. Yeah, uh, that SAS is back. And, um, well, was that a correction or an admission? From the informant, Mel? I'm not sure, but it's no coincidence that Michael Charlton was at Ted Scobie Oval with me this week and I ran with him. Ah. Definitely a really lovely man. I did interview Michael at Mansfield Botanic Park Run in January of 2019 because I spotted him wearing his ugly Christmas singlet. Aha. Yes. Yeah, unmistakable, isn't it? It is. It's a really good way to spot the listeners, and I uh, have to say that this week at Ted Scobie, Michael was there in his apricot parkrun shirt, which says, uh, you know, the apricots that we could have branded. The self-branded ones, yes, yeah. Yes, Sorry, yes, no. that's okay. So Michael says um, 100% parkrun adventurer. Nice. Well, yeah, look, Michael pops up everywhere, so I'm not surprised and uh, I'm very jealous. I long promised myself to get one and I still haven't, Mel. Yeah, and I had actually enjoyed to run part of the course with Michael and noticed that by the time he finished his park run, he wasn't wearing his apricot anymore. He'd whipped it off and underneath he had his uh, fluffy version of the ugly Christmas singlet. <laughs> so he did the, uh, what, the mid-park run Superman outfit change. He did. Ripped it off and there it is, fluffy. Exactly. <laughs> and as the informant did rightly point out, Michael has 107 different events from 107 park runs, so he has not doubled up. It's quite an impressive feat. That's phenomenal. No, well done, Michael. And look, obviously doing it in style. I will say, Mel, um, I was actually a little um, a little unsure as to which shirt to wear myself. I mean, it's a common parkrun 
problem when you start collecting all the shirts. <laughs> so I really wish I'd heard that tip beforehand because I, I would have given it a go. In the end, I did opt for Fluffy, just incidentally, given it was Mardi Gras weekend, Mardi Gras day in Sydney. So I thought oh. Fluffy just has a nice touch of rainbow. So, um, But that aside, I'm going to have to employ Michael's method on the shirts that is of complete respect for the number of events. It's going to take me a long time to get to that. Yes, and Michael had mentioned to me that when he can't get to a new event, he just volunteers. So that's also a really good idea. Oh, it's a nice way to contribute, certainly, and gives him a, a completely different flavour each time because you know volunteering gives you that access to everyone's park run day. Everyone that comes past you when you're volunteering, you get to share their park run. So that's a nice touch. Good idea. Yes. Now, you also volunteered at the weekend on Sunday, didn't you, Mel? I did. Juniors. <laughs> How was juniors? Okay, Abby came number 17 this week. Oh, oh. She got a PB. Well done, Abby. I know. Oh, she was so cute. She came up, Mel, <laughs> I was number 17. And I said, that's great, Abby. And she's, she held out her little hand and showed me the greys and she said, I fell over, Mel. Oh, oh. I know. And my, and my heart kind of went, oh. <laughs> she said, it's okay. I pushed through. <laughs> so would this be Abby's first entry into the stack club, Mel? It must be. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't wasn't fantastic uh, way to, you know, earn that particular accolade for her, but it sounds like she bounced back. Hopefully not too literally. And, you know, Ollie, I've got a feeling that mm-hmm. we might have our first roving report not too far away from a Channel 2 new- news crew member, just quietly. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Branching out. Mm-hmm. I think there's a real opportunity there to um, yeah, to hear some fantastic insights. I've, I know what I've, I've heard before, <laughs> so uh, I look forward to hearing it again. Yeah, no, it was a beautiful day. I got down to juniors to set up the course and with the approach of autumn here in Melbourne and the mornings uh, the mornings are darker. So by the time I arrived down at the course, it was pre-dawn. I just love that pre-dawn time and the sky is just starting to filter through with its morning light and there was a twinge of colour in the sky, a bit of a sunrise and the forest was all calm and there just, you know, there's nobody around. It's just a beautiful time of morning when I was going out and setting up the course. So the, the forest was really peaceful and there really is something about you know being in that moment i mean any day that that's a special moment where the light starts creeping through and and you just have that sort of sense of peacefulness but yeah ollie that pre-dawn that's just the most magical time of day as far as i'm concerned you get sunset you can get the same colors you can get magnificent sunsets but sunset can still have that hustle bustle there's it's still a lot of people that are you know busy and they're and around but that time of morning it's just such a quiet time it before most people are up and about it's just very peaceful i really love it yeah you and the birds yeah pretty much yeah and some kangaroos ah do we have roos on course uh yes yes we have kangaroos down at ainsbury Uh, lots of little bunny rabbits as well plenty of birds it's a protected 
environmental area, so it's teeming with natural wildlife. I don't profess to be able to name everything <laughs> that's in the forest. Uh, I think there's some swallow-tailed somethings. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like it was a nice morning. On, on that note, does that mean um, you'll be volunteering again at Juniors next weekend, Mel? Yes, Ollie, I'll be there next week. I really do look forward to getting there one day. I have to tee up that trip to Melbourne. I know my, my sister has even mentioned that she's listened to the pod now, so now I've got no excuse. Oh, really? Yep. What's her name? That's Lily. Hi, Lily. If you're, uh, <laughs> if you're still listening. And you said last week that you've got a brother as well. Yeah, brothers and sisters all over the place. I've got a brother up not too far from Curl Curl Park Run and another one up in Darwin, actually. Yeah, a sister in Melbourne yeah. and a sister out in Cornwall. Well, pretty much on the border of Cornwall. Cornwall and is it Devon? I'm going to show my gap in the UK knowledge, so please correct me, which is a nice segue, in fact, Mel. If anyone would like to give me feedback on my UK parkrun geography or UK geography in general, please feel free to email through on the parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. I was going to say the informant too, but yeah, since we're here, he's got his own page. You know where to find him. <laughs> yes, he's branching out, Ollie. Yes. You can find him at theinformant.me. That's it. Bambi. Damn it. Is is Bambi winding us up now? <laughs> yeah. Must be the outro music, yes. Ollie. Yeah, there we are. Gone into a percussion theme. He's telling me it's time for bed, Okay. <laughs> Hurry up. All right, Bambi. Well, look, thank you, Mel, for another great week. No worries, Ollie. I shall look forward to chatting to you again next week. Maybe you'll have another adventure. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows?